Today, 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 everything changes for you. There is absolutely nothing any of us can do to change our past. But please know that your decision to join us in the purity of our praise unto God today definitely changes your future. St. Peter United decrees that you are worthy, you are loved, you are accepted, and you have a purpose. Now, Family and Friends Sunday kind of comes to us from like the old homecoming tradition that comes out of the black church. And usually what happens is that it's meant to call people back, family and friends, those that have moved away or those that are at other churches, to come back together and to remember the place that God blessed them in and to remember what God has done for them as they journeyed with some people previously. And so today, that's what I want to kind of call us back to. I want to call us back to the beginning, what we need to remember. Our scripture reading today comes to us from Genesis chapter 1, because we got to go back to the beginning. Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1, starting at verse 1. It says, in the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void, and darkness covered the face of the deep. While the wind from God swept over the face of the waters, then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness God called night. And there was evening, and there was morning on the first day. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I want to talk to you this morning about a simple question. Are you afraid of the dark? Are you afraid of the dark? In the beginning here in the scripture, God creates light. God begins to create the world out of chaos out of the darkness. But even as God creates light in the world, God does not do away with darkness. In fact, it says that there was light and darkness on the first day. There was evening and there was day. If we existed in a perpetual state of light, all the time, then darkness would not exist. It is fair to say that light is only defined by its opposite, which is the darkness. It is also fair to say that when God created, according to this story, God did not eliminate the darkness because the darkness has a purpose. 
the darkness serves as a particular rhythm of sorts. So then in a day, it cycles back and forth from day to night, from light to dark. There is something called a circadian rhythm. Have you all heard of that? And then our bodies try to adapt to this rhythm because some of us don't want to follow what the rhythm is because, you know, it says sleep is good from about 10 p.m. to, you know, 10 p.m. to midnight and you wake up about 7 a.m. That's, that's when you're supposed to go to sleep and that's when you're supposed to be in, in rhythm with the earth. But some of y'all nighttime people, y'all, y'all don't get to sleep till 7. I know, I've been on vacation. I see what y'all be doing out in them streets. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And so I started thinking about how light and darkness helps reinforce our circadian rhythm. And so when it's dark, our bodies actually want to go to sleep and rest. And what happens when we go to sleep is that new information starts to get stored. We start to get rid of toxic waste in our mind. And nerve cells begin to communicate with each other and begin to reorganize to prepare you for the day that is coming. And then your body also begins to repair cells when you are sleeping. And then, of course, you should wake up with a renewed and restored energy. Now, I like working with, some of y'all know this, something called biomimicry. Biomimicry. This is the practice of imitating life and nature. The practice of imitating life and nature. If you are in a moment right now where you are in the darkness, if you are in a moment where you are thinking, with Jesus, I can take it. With Jesus, I can stand. If you are in the moment of wondering where the light is going to come from and when the light is going to shine, I'm kind of coming today to push a narrative to say, maybe you ought to make good use of the darkness. Maybe we need to biomimic the sleep process. In the sleep process, you begin to store new information. Perhaps in your moment of darkness right now, it's a great time to begin to store some new information, to begin to gather up some new information in the midst of walking through the dark so that you can say, oh, what do I need to be prepared for once I step into the light again? When you are asleep, I said it gets rid of the toxic waste. Maybe if we biomimic the sleep process in our darkness right now, we'll begin to get rid of some toxic waste. I mean people, places, and things, and thoughts, because some of our trouble comes from how we relate and think about the world. So if we are biomimicking the sleep process, it is time to get rid of some toxic waste. You're already in the darkness anyway. You might as well make good use of it. Who needs to go? Who needs to stay? In the sleep process, 
The nerves and cells begin to communicate and reorganize with each other. Maybe in the midst of your darkness, it's a great time to begin to communicate with people where you have fractured relationships. Maybe it's a great time to be, begin to communicate with folks that you want to keep in your life. Maybe it's a great time in the darkness to reorganize and reprioritize so when the light comes, you have made good use of the dark. In the sleep process, we also begin to repair cells. What needs to be repaired? What in your life needs to be repaired and changed and, and reviewed? Make use of the dark and repair that that needs to be repaired. And finally, when we sleep, we get restored energy. This is going to sound a little counterintuitive, but in the midst of walking through the darkness, maybe go ahead and try to find how you can emerge with some renewed energy, with some renewed purpose, with some renewed focus. As you are traveling through this darkness, I thought to myself, I said, maybe instead of sleeping away the days because we're depressed and anxious and don't want to get out of the bed. We should develop a new way of talking to people when we're telling people what we're going through and they ask you, how are you doing? You can just tell them, I'm sleeping. What you mean you sleep? I'm sleep. It's bad. It is not working. But guess what? I'm sleep. I'm going to sleep through this. I'm storing up some new information. I'm, I'm getting rid of toxic waste. I'm, I'm communicating. I'm reorganizing. I'm repairing cells. I'm restoring my energy. I'm already in the dark. I might as well close my eyes and say, I'm going to sleep my way through this thing that I'm going through because if my life is in God's hands, I can damn sure sleep through the rest of this. There was a show that some of you younger folks used to watch called Are You Afraid of the Dark? What was it on, Nickelodeon? Nickelodeon. See, I'm old enough to where Nickelodeon was becoming a thing and I was trying to get out in them streets. You know, you know that's, I'm that old. But I married somebody that was a little bit younger, so I, I you know, when I, when I mentioned this title, he said, oh, you know about that show, Are You Afraid of the Dark? And I said, no, I don't know about it. Tell me about it. And so I, I, I looked it up. And, he, and so the show says, the show became a weekly staple for children and tweens in the 1990s. Kids were old enough to stay up, but not old enough to stay out. So they spent nearly every Saturday night huddled around the television sets with friends and siblings, pretending not to be terrified of that week's tale. Here's a quote here, it says, but there's also a lot to admire in the care that went into trying to frighten us. We saw the protagonists encountering the creepy and supernatural in the same suburban settings we held from. They were remarkably vulnerable and insecure kids, ones with problems we could relate to. They were new kids, they were outcasts, they were revival siblings and rival siblings and children experiencing rough patches like deaths in the family and parents filing from divorce. The series co-creator, DJ McHale, said, I wanted stories about real kids who were facing challenges that had nothing to do with the supernatural situation they ended up in. He added, but I'd like to believe that by depicting kids 
taking charge of difficult situations, it could open up kid viewers to the idea that they aren't powerless in their own lives. So Are You Afraid of the Dark was a horror-related series that was created to help kids not feel powerless in the dark, to not feel powerless in their lives. This show gave them ways to deal and ways to cope. So my second point to you today is, are you afraid of the dark or are you going to make use of the dark? Are you going to find tools to get you through the dark? Are you going to find ways to move through the darkness so that you can take advantage of it and move on? Jesus, Jesus went through the darkness of Gethsemane. The death of the cross. But he was destined to rise in the light. No matter what you are going through today, whether you are in your Gethsemane or you feel like you're going through the death of the cross, you are destined to rise in the light. As people of the resurrection, we do not stay in the darkness, we make use of the darkness. Just as Jesus laid in the tomb, I believe cells begin to regenerate. I believe things begin to reorganize and prioritize. I believe the toxic waste of sin and death and striving and failing begin to just release from his body because that is what caused the resurrection to happen. He was just sleeping through it. He was just sleeping through the process and preparing to rise again in the light. I believe your moment is on the way. I believe my moment, glory to God, my moment, I believe my moment is on the way because we are destined to rise again. If we go back to the beginning, to Genesis, it says that God said, let there be light. God did not say, let there be no darkness, but God said, let there be light. In the midst of all that we are going through, a moment is coming for you to declare, let there be light. And you will be prepared to walk through the darkness, to walk towards the light, to walk towards your prosperity, to walk towards your flourishing, to walk towards better relationships. The darkness was not caused by God, but it can be used by God. I'm a little short today because I'm excited about the word. I just wanted to come and say and do what I had to do. But I want to leave you with something that I've been listening to. I've been hanging out with some younger people, so they're turning me on to some, some other stuff. I think her name is Lotto. 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 See, I'm getting it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. We get it. She has, she has, she has a line. It's, it's right towards the beginning of this, this song that I like. She has a line in there that just really, really got me going this morning when I started thinking about it. I was like, how am I going to close and wrap this up? There's a line that she said, because I think once, 
once we are able to step back into the light again, <laughs> once we're able to see the light of a new day again, once we have been through the darkness and, and rose again with Jesus Christ, I want to say what she said. She said, rip me out the plastic because I'm acting brand new. Rip me out the plastic because I'm doing some new things. Rip me out the plastic because I'm about to step into my newness. Rip me out the plastic because I'm about to molly on it. Rip me out the plastic because the darkness has changed me. Rip me out the plastic because the darkness has given me all that I need. I'm about to do a new thing. I'm about to walk in a new way because I've gone back to the beginning and I found the light, the light that saves, the light that restores, the light that renews, the light that blesses. The darkness has been turned around to my advantage. Rip me, rip me, rip me out the plastic. Hi, SPU family. Thank you so much for listening to St. Peter United Sermons podcast. We pray you were touched or moved by this sermon. To support what we do, show your love and press that follow button. For more content and news, follow us on social media platforms at St. Peter United. Remember, click, like, subscribe, and follow. See you next time.